Welcome to another Speaker Geeker Podcast. I'm your host, Steve O'Steen. Man, it's me, Tommy T in here. Yeah, man. And welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Do, 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 do. You remember that? Yeah. It was man. like a neighborhood video, wasn't right, it? Right, right, right. <laughs> I always remember that, man. That's what I'll be thinking about, too. Every time we say welcome back, we're like, hmm, yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Anyway. What's up, dog? Man, we just closed the court at work. Yeah. <sighs> now my mental is good. Yeah. Uh, now I'm ready. I'm ready. That's it's weekend. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, so what, as we always do, man, what you been listening to this week? All right. All right. Uh, well, what I've been kind of listening to this week, man, I've been, uh, uh, I've been listening to more of, um, the homer from Chattanooga, Tess D. Oh, okay. The Runner Man. Uh, Friday, I always try to check out a new albums, so I tried to check out that uh, YNW Melly, uh, yeah. Melly versus Melvin. Yeah. Um. Uh, I checked out the Trippy Red. You know what's crazy? The Trippy Red actually surprised me. Oh, really? I thought it was gonna be straight booty. Yeah. But it wasn't. It had some alright stuff on there. I gotta um, check that out. I've been getting into the holiday spirit, so me and my wife been listening to Temptations. Man, you our got version, to. <laughs> our version of Silent Night. Man, you got in to. my mind. <laughs> 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 Christmas. <laughs> and then, and then, man, I've been on that Queen and Slim uh, soundtrack yeah. and uh, Chicks Tape Five, and I've been listening to man, my boy Yellow Beezy. So, okay. Okay, that's, that's what I've been on, and a little bit of that uh, the Reds, the Champagne too. Okay, that's really been it. What you been on, man? A little bit of everything, dog. Like I sound like you over there, but man, I started off with uh, Dom Kennedy. Um, Dom, yeah. Um, I, it was a song that I was looking for, but I couldn't find it, so I just started listening to him. Um, and then of course I started listening to some Nipsey Hustle after that. Uh, but that Tory Lanez, that uh, Chicks Tape 5, yeah, bruh, <laughs> I was sitting at work like, all right, man, he came out with something. I, I definitely like what he was doing with that, his uh, his idea with, with everything that he was doing and, and the way that went. Like, I was, I thought it was dope that um, Ludacris was on there. He dropped a, uh, a verse for him and stuff like that. I've never been a big fan of Tory Lanez. So just to hear him do some of those throwback songs that I like and enjoy, I was like, okay, man, you you won me over with this one. I'm going to check out some more of his stuff uh, probably later today. Um, of course, I've been listening to that Queen and Slim. I actually want to check that movie out, man. Me too. Um, it seems too. like it's a, it's a, it's so real, you know what I'm saying? But it seems like it's a, it's a really, really good movie, so... I, I actually want to check that out, and the, and the fact that it has an actual soundtrack. When's the last time you like heard a, a a soundtrack to a movie, man? Like a solid soundtrack, you know? Been a long. It's been time. a minute. It's been a minute, man. So I I was real excited about that. Um, listen to Black Youngster, Goodbye. I ain't really like that too much. Um, Boosie Badass. <laughs> He got, a legend, man. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> he had one man that that just came out, so um, I was checking that one out. Um, and that that YNW Melly, I didn't make it too far, man, with that one. I played in the car, so that it kind of, you know, uh, so that I get a chance to ride with it. Yeah, but. Yeah, you, you know, I, that way I don't skip, and I have an open mind, just kind of driving and vibing. But yeah, it was so many times I was like, I want to skip this record. Right, right, skip right. This record. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um that's how it was with me. I was trying to cook. And uh when that came up, when it, you know, songs would come up, I'd be like, man, but ain't that the ain't that the the kid that uh like he made a song about he like killed the somebody or something and was on trial for it or something like that? Yeah, I wish that song was hard. That song was so tough, and I was like, I was listening. My little cousin put me on that song. So I was like, oh, okay, he came out with an album. Let me check it out. 
and all his uh-huh. other stuff that I've heard from him was was on point. But then this album, man, just really didn't do it for me. Yeah, I don't, me I, don't I don't know what was missing from it or anything like that. It just really didn't do it. So I don't know, man. Um, and then today, man, this morning, man, I've been up early, and it's just been nineties, nineties R and B. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on that too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, that's what that's what's been listening to this week, man. So, um, been a been a straight week. Yeah. So, brothers, now that we got that out the way, um, mm-hmm. you sent me a you sent me an article earlier this week, or was it last week? One or two. Um, about uh, Dr. Dre did a interview with um with Apple Beats Music. One. Was it Beast One? Yeah, it was with Beats One. Okay. But yeah, pretty much Apple Music, might as well say. Okay. Uh, Beats One, uh, Apple Music. And the interesting thing about that interview was what Dr. Dre said. Um, and I quote, right now, I have to really, really search hard to find something that I really like as far as hip hop goes. He's, he said, but I think it's just about the substance. Right now, it feels like it's a little more quantity over quality. Made a song last night. I need to put it out tomorrow. What are we at? What are you going to dedicate yourself to the art or the money? It's that simple. So. The question is. Is hip hop producing more quantity over quality right now? And that's what we're going to discuss today. <laughs> and uh, just in case you want to check out that interview, Double uh, XL was the publication that uh, um, that I saw the article with. Mm-hmm. But if you want to check out the interview, it's on Apple Music Beats One. It's the 2001, the making of a classic, and that's what him and uh, him and uh, Jimmy uh, Levine Levine talks about um, making that album and also kind of reminisce over the years. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the topic of the day, man. Bro, right, like, so I was I was trying to find that interview on um, YouTube, and I couldn't find. It. I don't have Apple Music. Don't I'm not a Apple guy. Android baby all day. Well, <laughs> you see what happened when you go Android. Right, stop it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> see, that's why you gotta have friends that have Apple, so you can just. Oh, okay, that's what they're doing. So, but no, I tried to find that interview, and I just read through that article or whatnot. But um, a few questions popped up in my head that what that statement that he said about he's searching and searching and searching. I go through those same things, man. Like it'll be times that I'm trying to find something to listen to while I'm at work or or just doing something mindless and I can't find anything that's that's solid. And so but you find a lot of a lot of times they have a lot of music, but it's nothing you want to listen to. So. Is it quantity over quality? What you think? I mean, just like you just said, I find myself scrolling and scrolling and scrolling because I want something to hit or something that I want to really listen to. I don't want to like listen to go through tracks of BS. And it kind of reminds me of when everybody was so kind of upset about albums like the single will be hot. And then you get this long 21 track album. And everything on the album be trash. Yeah. You know, back on the day and everybody was like, ah, we don't want that and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, no, nah, I totally agree. Uh I think uh, I go through the same motions. I go through and then sometimes I find a good stretch where everything is good. Um, but then there are a lot of times where I'm just kind of going and going and like I'm like, eh. <laughs> Like yeah, yeah, and then I find myself going to find something old or something that I've listened to like a thousand times just to be like, hey, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's how I, like, dude, it's it's crazy, man. How things are are just. I feel like the the state of hip hop is actually turning. You know what I'm saying? As in a in a positive manner, but I feel like a lot of times, um, if you think back to 2007 when Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne just put out like song after song after song after song and we were eating it up. 
But the difference now versus what's what's going on, uh, well, the difference between then and now is basically um, Lil Wayne, everybody was on Lil Wayne and he was putting out quality stuff. Now, if Lil Wayne did that today, I think um, people would listen to it because it's something he did before that was well taken. But I don't believe that everything, the way that he put things out in 2007, I don't think it would still hit the same. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, I look forward to hearing Wayne on, on, on tracks and everything like that, but it'd be like, song be hit or miss with me, to be honest, man. And I'm a huge Wayne fan. Love him. I even like the uh, the rock album. But it's like, man, he going through different things. He's He's grown older now, and he's still solid for his delivery and everything like that, but it's like, what is he talking about? You know? So yeah. that's the whole thing with, with the quality part of it. I, I feel like to to truly discuss this topic, man, you have to um del- uh dive into like what is what is the quality. Because as an artist, I'm not a rapper or singer or, or producer or anything like that, but you know, just doing this this podcast, man, it's it's like I don't like putting out trash things like us working so hard. Like I was like, nah, I don't think it's ready yet. No, nah, I don't think it's ready yet. And we're always correcting and improving and stuff like that. So we finally start putting out things, putting out uh, shows and everything like that. So I, I feel like it's of a quality. But once we get to like with music, they can just put it out every day. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, I can go in, record, put it out, and like SoundCloud helps me with that. Or um, if you like how we do, do the podcast and we put it out whenever we finish editing. You know, we're we're able to do that because, <clears throat> excuse me, because of the internet, and it doesn't matter if it's quality or not. Yeah, the internet has definitely changed um, all of that, and I mean. <clears throat> Did you, uh, by chance, when you looked at that interview, did you get a chance to see, like, down at the bottom, they talk about all these albums that were going to be, like, turning 20 years old in 20, uh, 2019? Nah, I didn't so look they, at it. Yeah, it was, like, 65 albums. So, that got me thinking, right? Because, like, in the interview, of course, uh, Dre's talking about, um, you know, he, he actually said is hip-hop has gotten a little bit about quantity instead of quality. Um, but looking back, like, I started going through those albums and I was like, wow, that's like 65 albums. I'd be 20, 20 years old. And yeah, there's a lot more now. But I guess at that time, the internet wasn't the b- biggest thing. And then stuff, you know, now we have access to like everything around the world. So you're going to get trashed and you're going to get good stuff. Uh, but it had me thinking, is like, is it just a different time? where you know, back then, I mean, yeah, we only knew about so many albums that yeah. was like, God, and it was all word of mouth. Whereas now, like with Apple Music, um, Spotify, yeah. uh, Amazon, Tidal, you getting all of these albums and they're just there, even though it's kind of ranked as what's the top stuff. So you kind of, you really don't end up getting down to like the bottom unless you like one of those folks who just want to scroll completely through. So it, it begs the question, like, is it just a different time? Are we in, uh, for us, are we in that, like, stage where we're, like, you know, that old man stage where, <laughs> and we're not old men by any, right, right, by any right. chance, but are we at that stage where we're, like, ah, that sucks, that sucks, this sucks, and then you're, like, but see, this here, this here is, you know, what we used to listen to and blah, blah, blah. Like, are we at that yeah, state? Because, yeah. I mean, I wonder what the younger kids are saying. They may love all this stuff. Oh, they, no. they think it's, it's classic. Like my, my cousin, he's, uh, he just turned 15. Happy birthday, TJ. But, uh, he just turned 15 and, and, uh, what's his name? NBA young boy. Uh, hey, I like NBA young boy. Though. I, I, I think he's decent, but I mean, like he was like, man, he's the greatest. Hold slow your roll, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, hold it, hold it, hold it. You know what I'm saying? So, I was like, nah, I don't know about that one, bro. Um, but yeah, like they, they, this is 
to us is trash. And I don't think we've grown out of the age demographic for what they're what they're uh, what the rappers now are, are rapping about and stuff like that. But it does like that same question came up with me as far as like with Dr. Dre. Like, is he saying that because he's aged out of that? Because I mean, like you think about back to the 80s, um, those rappers probably can get with some of the music today, but not all of it. Like the kids are today. Like the kids know everything. You know what I'm saying? Like they just be playing. So I was like, what's that? You know, I never thought yeah. I would come to the point to where I'm like, what's that you playing? You know, or who is that? You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy to see that from from my standpoint. Um, and then just looking at Dr. Dre being older than me, looking at it from his standpoint on his side of it. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's you know, I I honestly believe that that the music is getting older and, and we are starting to age out of some of it. But I think that has something to do with what Dr. Dre was was saying. You know, I think that had a lot to do with what Dr. Dre was saying, because let's say you interview, uh, who's it? My boy, uh, Lil Yachty, Lil Yachty, or uh, Lil Boat. (laughs) 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 You interview him, man. But, you know, like we said before, like he grew into his uh, his music. Like when he first came out. Yeah, I thought he was trash. But then now, like I enjoy his music. I had to go back and listen to, to his stuff because. I never gave him that shot, but once he once I did, you know, it was it was on point. Migos, same way. I ain't know yeah. who the Migos was until Versace heard it. Man, I've been on I've been on the Migos since then. I mean, the music is definitely getting younger uh, as we're getting older. But on the flip side, I think there is a point to his to what he's saying because, um, and I want to take Nipsey as an example, which everybody know I'm a huge Nip- Nipsey fan and yeah, still will yeah. be, even right. though he's he's gone today. But um, with the last album, Marathon, um, if we really think about it, it took him it took him so long to put that album out to the point where we were just man, we was tired. Like we was like, man, when Nip gonna drop this album that he's been talking about for so long? Yeah. So in a sense, oh, I said marathon, didn't I? I meant victory lap. So yeah, yeah. But um, I knew what you was talking about. Yeah, but the marathon do continue, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what I'm saying in uh, in a sense, like this album took, even though he was putting out you know constant music here and there, this album took a while to come out, uh, and then once it came out, it was a masterpiece. It, it was his his masterpiece, and then like he's getting you know saying nominations and this and that over uh, because of it now. And unfortunately, he's he's gone and he won't be able to uh, to see the results of it. But I mean, looking at that, it took Nip a, a long time to put that album out. Uh, he was talking about it on on every mixtape, and yes. once it did come out, it was like you you didn't have to skip not one track. So in a sense, thinking about what Dre was saying in, in that portion, you know, as far as having to, you know, a lot of these cats are make a song, like he said in the, in the interview, make a song tonight, put it out tomorrow. In a sense, you know, it may need to take, take some time, take a year to really put something together. You don't have to put every single track out. I know at the time you're going to be like, man, this is hot. And it kind of makes me think about, um, when we say timeless music or living with the music. Yeah. Most time I um when you take your first listen, it might be hot or it might be trash. But then you like we just said, man, take some time with it, actually live with it. And then you figure out, oh no, no, this is either dope. Or your whole opinion changes and you be like, man, this is trash. <laughs> you know? So in that sense, I think he's I think it's not really the old man syndrome. It's more like, you know, yeah. Y'all putting out stuff way too much. Like, you don't have to put out a snippet to every track you make. Because every track ain't going to be fire. There's no way. There's, there's no way. We're not perfect. Not, you know, everything ain't going to be fire. Now, to each his own, somebody's going to like it somewhere. Yeah. But, um, Everybody and I think that, like no, nah, exactly. And I think also that would kind of, going back to your Wayne comment, I think that would hurt, hurt Wayne. 
Because Wayne was constantly putting out stuff. And it seemed like he put out stuff like way too much. Bro, all and of that was fire, though, man. I, I ain't going to say all of it. All of it was fire, was man. I ain't going to say all of it. But, I mean, going back to, um, I think it was Carter 3. Yeah. Is that the one that had, that was, uh, yeah. that was the, big, the big one. Yeah. At first, I didn't like that album. But what I wasn't the biggest Wayne fan. No, nah, I hated it. I thought it was trash. Um, ah. but <laughs> but given years later, I can play that album all the way through. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That so, is that album right there, man. Was like out of what he was putting out, it made me realize, like, okay, you got an album Wayne and you got a mixtape Wayne, and the mixtape yeah. Wayne is is crazy. That's when I realized, okay, they put out different types of music, um, depending on what they what they're doing. But uh, I'm glad you brought up a good point when you were when uh, about saying that, you know, they're putting out music, putting out music and you don't have to. Um, you can kind of hold and sit on it and, and see what is how it's making you feel, how you feel about it and stuff like that. Um, my question to that is. How do what? But technology moves so fast or things move so fast, social media, the way things, the way you do things, the way that that the attention is is there move so fast um how do you combat that and then um also i was thinking of an example with with cardi b i was so proud of cardi b just because she went on uh what's that show love and hip-hop and my wife watches that show all the time and i and it was like for me it was it was gimmicky because i'm like what are y'all doing here and then so you always have that person that that's trying to rap and or or something like that, but nobody really gets anywhere. But with her, she actually left the show and pursued her career and look where she is now. She's doing amazing. But she had to for me, she had to come out with something when when what was it? Bodak Yellow. I always say yeah. she's going to have to come out with something else that's on point. Then she came out with her album. Her album was on point. So now it's like she got to come out with something else that's on point. At some point, she's going to have to fall. You know what I'm saying? Is she, is she on point now? I don't even know what she got going now. You know, she's like, no, 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 no. I take that back. I take that back. She, uh, <laughs> she, uh, like that, that money song, that was, that was hot. Um, but then like she started doing other things. Like she started doing commercials. She's taking advantage of what she's built, basically. Um, and so she had a baby, too. But just seeing like all of those things happen that for her, you know, you think about, OK, like what people are doing is putting out money, putting not putting out money, but putting out uh, songs after songs after song because they want something to hit. You know, it's, it's kind of like fishing. I'm going to keep throwing my, my rod and my line out there, hoping something hits. Hoping some uh, a fish bites, so I can reel it in, and then I'm gonna do it again as soon as I can because maybe it's another one right there. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's the way. That's how we're getting quantity, or or why we're getting quantity is because of things moving so fast. Because you could be on top of the world today, but then tomorrow something can happen, or or uh-huh. you say something foul, and then that's it. You know, you can't you can't go past that you know what I'm saying so um, that's why I feel like we're getting our, qu- our quantity from but I, I also feel like that's hurting hurting the music that's coming out now there's a now there's a flip side to well no not a flip side but I'm gonna take your analogy a little further All right. now now yeah you should be you know you gotta throw that you got to cast your line out there each time to see, you know what I'm saying, if you're going to catch something. But at the same time, you got to pick your season too. You know, you can't, you know, you ain't going to go out in, in the winter and try to, you know what I'm saying, catch some damn fish. It's cold as hell. <laughs> hey, and man, that just ain't, warm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you dress warm, but, you know, I don't know too much about fishing, yeah. but... I know a lot of people go, you know what I'm saying, depending on the season season when it's a good time to go. But, you know what I'm saying, going back to that and then relating it back to, you know what I'm saying, the music, like, like they were saying, like, you know, you know, 
give yourself a second to to see if you even like the record yourself, just because your first initial reaction, like, man, this is fire. Yeah. You may come back to it, you know what I'm saying, uh, two days later and be like, man, this this was trash ass record. You know? Yeah. Like, why did I ever put that out? Like, you you know what I'm saying? People, you don't have to, like, yes, shoot your shot. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying, pick your spots. Like, you don't have to ask your line out there every single day. You know? There's peak times where it's time to cast your line and there's certain times where it's not. But um, just looking at it from the artist standpoint, how do you know when it's time to cast your line? Because if, let's, let's say, I put out something, I do it by quarters, right? So let's say in the fall, um, when fall starts, I'm going to put out five songs that whole season. And then I won't put out anything until um, springtime. Um, well, I don't, well I'm, I'm not saying exactly the, se- the actual season. No, nah, I know. I'm just I'm using just, that as an as a example. I'm saying as far as, you know what I'm saying, like you record your record tonight, don't mean you need to put it out in the morning. Yeah. Um, and, and also, it's a feeling. Man, take take your time, fill it out, see if, you know what I'm saying, seeing if this is something that you can live with. Um, cause I'll be I'll be honest, there's certain stuff that just is gonna be forever be a classic, gonna live with it forever. Yeah. Uh and there's there's certain music like that you don't even think about now. Like you completely forgot it was just a, a, a time period. And then I mean sometimes there is a there is there is a specific there is a uh, usefulness for everything like crunk music like crunk music <laughs> great in that time but right, right. you know what I'm saying we we didn't we're not gonna live with that forever you know yeah. like crunk music wasn't I don't think there was any classics that came out of that <laughs> you know I mean, but it, at the it, same it time it was fire and then also I think they even took time to put out stuff yeah. no matter what you know yeah. I mean crunk era birthed a lot of stuff um, but I think I think as far as, you know what I'm saying, constantly, you know, the whole concept of I, re- I record a song tonight and I put it out in the morning, just that's what we're getting all this at. Like, you record 10 songs, you know, that don't mean you, you're done with your, your mixtape. Like, man, call, record 30, record 40, yeah. and then pick your best from that. Yeah. Instead of, you know what I'm saying, hey, I'm recording, I'm going to do a, do a 10... Uh, a, a 17 track mixtape I'm going to come in and record 17 songs and that's going to be it. Like, yeah. no, man, record. If you're going if you, if to record uh, 17, I mean, if you're going to have a 17 track project, man, record triple the tracks and then pick your best 17. Yeah. You know, give it some time and then, you know, it may take you six months. It may take you a year. But when you drop it, you know that you put your all into it instead of, and I get it. We're in a society where everything is moving fast. The internet, people are here today, man. That's what it is. Yeah, people are here today and gone tomorrow. Right. Um, and going back to Carter, like I like Carter a lot. Uh, but I think people were too much in a rush to replace Nikki. And I, I don't even feel like she replaces Nikki, man. I don't, I don't know. Well, like, I see what you're saying as far as like people were trying to, they was like trying to get rid of Nikki and, and, and had uh counselor, I guess you could say, but I don't feel like for, in my opinion, I don't feel like, I, I feel like Cardi made her own lane. You know what I'm saying? Like Nikki was still needed because Nikki had paved the way for Cardi. You know, and just like Lil Kim paid the way for Nikki, and and Foxy Brown paid the way for for Nikki, and all the female rappers before. But I feel like, yeah, you get a sense of, you can see where Cardi B and Nikki could be together or or apart from each other. You know what I'm saying, or similar to each other. But I feel like Cardi B was needed for what we had, and then also we needed Nikki as well for female rappers. You know what I'm saying? Now we have a plethora of, now I ain't even going to say a plethora, but they're leading the charge to me. You know, um, Megan Thee Stallion. That's, for me, that's who replaced Nikki. You know what I'm saying? With with what she's saying and, and her lyrics, lyrics or whatnot. Um, 
I think Cardi B gave us a different avenue for it. Um, yeah, like, hmm, makes you think though. Definitely makes you think. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I mean, I guess in that sense, yeah, you would say Meg is probably the closest thing to Nikki, but or before that was, a, uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, she's a. Yeah, she's like I a like her, watered dog. down version. Of, yeah, like she's a watered her. down version of Nikki right there. Uh, yeah, she's Nikki like <laughs> Nikki adjacent. <laughs> yeah, but like at the period of time, like you know, it was like, hey, you know. But um, and I mean, you know, going back to the actual point, like <laughs> right, you got sidetracked so easy. Yeah, we got a little sidetrack. <laughs> But at that point, you got to capitalize on your situation, and I get it. So you're gonna put out as much as you possibly can to get as much money as you possibly right. and possibly can to get as get the most out of your situation. But you know, on the flip side, you may need to take some time to put out some quality so that you remember forever. Right. But, and that goes back to the point, though. The point of what Dre made. The question, actually, the question that Dre asked, like, are you gonna be about the money? Or are you gonna be about the art? I think that's really the difference in this generation of music versus our generation and the older generation. Like a lot of them did this and they enjoyed it where now it's man, it's a business and we want money. So, you know, the, the, the whole, the whole thing is about streams. Yeah. Got all these records, get all these streams. I get all this money or, you know what I'm saying? Sales or or whatever you want to say. So I, I think as a whole, um, you know, I think it's pros and cons to all of it, but yeah, I think that is the question. I mean, like with the with the money situation, I, I feel like where rap started or hip hop started, it was a movement. It was a, a a a sense of freedom. You know what I'm saying? A sense of this is what I listen to and this is what I like to do, and I'm doing it. You know, nowadays it's more shoot, I can put some words together, I can rhyme these words together, boom, 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 and I can make this much. You know, and this this can open the door for this or this can open the door for that. So it's it's like, you know, you got to just figure out that the that the origins have really changed from, you know, when it first started to like in the 90s, you had a lot of uh, still same thing as it was in the 80s. I have something to say. So this is the way I have, you know, how I can get my message out through music. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, you don't have to only have music to get your message out. You can you have so many different avenues and social media has made it that way. So, I mean, like you said, man, yeah, it, it's partly about the money. You know what I'm saying? But then also it's partly about what you're what you're putting out. And I feel like that for me, that's what the quality part comes in at. It's like, what message are you sending out? Because a lot of times the music that's that's talked about today that's not remembered has a five beat. And you remember the beat and you don't know what they're talking about. A yeah. lot of times that happens with me. I try to I try to wear my my uh my Bose headphones just so I can hear the beat, so I can feel it. You know, I don't really care what they're saying because half the stuff I'm not doing. You know, or m- majority of the stuff I'm not doing. If you're talking about money, that's why I like Rick Ross. You know, I like J. Cole because he tells a story. I like Big Crit, he tells a story that I can I can picture. Like a lot of times, like the people that I can't understand some of these rappers that what they're saying, um, but they're beat fire. So I'm of course, I'm like, man, this song, this song on point is the beat. You know, so um, I mean, yeah, so we do like as uh, consumers, how do we how do we, what do we do as consumers to get more quality music? Uh. I'm gonna say, man, you just search or you stick to the people that you know that's gonna do it for you. Um, I mean, that's just you know, it's just kind of one of those things. Uh, you either gonna, man, really, it's just, yeah, that's tough, right? Yeah, that's tough one. (laughs) Really, that's more to the audience. Do you want to put out, you know, saying. You know, do you, do you want to take the time to perfect your craft and put it out? But it, but I, um, I feel like that question came from because it's not required. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, no, like I we're not understand. requiring people to to actually take time to to put out 
positive things and put out like quality music. Like um, you you know, these things gonna sound if it sound good to you, good to you, and that's all it sound good to. Yeah, you have the idea to say, hey, I'm gonna just put it out. You know, I don't care if one person listen to it. That's that's what I need to do, and you get better <laughs> from that point. Um, well, well, I don't know, I don't know, because when I think about it, I think it's required to a certain extent, but I think we got so many people listening and it's like so much for everyone. Cause like take, take somebody like, like Tiger, for example, yeah. like, like we, you know, he was, <laughs> you know, so we're not, well, no, nah, I'm not taking, I'm not no, going to say, I'm not going to put Tiger. <laughs> I don't think, I don't, I don't, that might not be accurate. Cause I don't want to say Tiger. Well, was Tiger kind of trash? No, Tiger at the, in the beginning. To me, Tiger was Tiger was on point on on the rise. You know, to me, he I don't think he was gonna be as big as Drake because he came out when Drake was coming out. But I think he was on the rise to be a solid um person in the game. Now, Tiger today to me is a okay, you know, he's on he's featured on here. It wasn't trash, but it wasn't the greatest. Like I could see somebody yeah. else on it. You know, he's one of those artists, but well, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna use him. I ain't okay, gonna use, use him. him. Don't use him. But there are countless artists out here that you know, what I'm saying they drop stuff all the time and they don't, <laughs> and they get, they get zero listens. But it forces <laughs> them, it forces them to be better right. later, right? Um, and that's the point I was trying to make with Tiger because, like, now Tiger got some really good stuff. But that's also people having to find their lane. So, I guess my question is. Do the consumer, even if the does the consumer care, or is it enough even enough consumers to do it to start forcing these artists to put out better quality music? Like if they put out something that's trash, and you listen to it once, like because back in the day, you you know it was CDs, so stuff be left on the shelf. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, like yeah, I, 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 I just feel like um, with the artists today. Like as the consumer, yeah, it's up to us to say, hey, this is hot or this is good or or nah, I ain't really messing with it. But it's also us up to us to actually try. It's also up to us to to give constructive criticism of this is why I don't like this. Or this is this song right here is 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 nice because of, of this. Like I've gotten to the point where I've gotten bored with music. And not just because I'm listening to the same thing over and over again. So it's like now I start paying attention to the production of it, you know, of like what samples were were used or what instruments are used. I love live music. So I love to try to figure out, okay, they're using where's the bass line in this, what the drums are doing. You know, do they have a keyboard in there? Is it just find something else to pique your interest? Yeah, yeah, to pique my interest in in what's going on. And stuff like that. So it, it it brings another challenge to artists. And I feel like um, as the consumer, uh, we have to we have to challenge ourselves to find the other thing, to find out what it was that that artist liked about that song. The reason why he put that out or she put that out as the single, you know, or or or, or that's why. Why is this album put out like this? Or why is it? Because like if we, we talked about it a few weeks ago with Big Crit. Um, when his album came out, I was like, ah, it wasn't a, a, the the same Crit album I was looking for. But I looked at interviews. I looked at, uh, you know, interviews that he did. And he talked about different things that I didn't think about. You know what I'm saying? Because different producers was on that uh, that last album, that last Crit album. And I was I could notice the difference. So I'm going back. Oh, OK, I see why he did this. I always thought it was like Crit was like by far one of my favorite rappers. You know what I'm saying? But to actually notice like his album is different from the rest of them. And then he explains why. You know what I'm saying? Brings a different dynamic to it. And you appreciate that from the artist a little bit more. So um, I just think, man, just as the consumer, we have we hold the the keys or whatnot, but we also make it where the artist is challenged in their creativity. And so 
with what Dr. Dre was saying, I, I feel like as a at, at that point, Dr. Dre is as a consumer was asking for more creativity. You know, just don't do it for the money is from um, the statement you were saying. Don't do it for the money. Do it for the art of it, because it is an art behind it, you know, and just be creative and, and figure out why you're doing something. Like you said, find your lane, you know, find something you like and do it. You know, that's why producers have a, a certain sound that they have. Like you can pick a Pharrell beat out of anywhere. You can pick a Kanye beat. Like you got to look into it and listen to it because Kanye is a little different. But you can find a Kanye beat or who's who's one of the uh, who's the the producer for uh, No Limit. Like he had a distinct sound. I can't <sighs> I can't remember his name, but he had a distinct sound. But that was his yeah. creativity and that was his lane. And so I don't know, man. I just I I think a lot of it falls on us as much as it does on the uh, the actual artists. I think this is a little bit more on the artists because they do have to produce it um, and come up with it. But uh, I feel like the consumer has to like we're not requiring it, or yeah. our requirements are different. You know what I'm saying? So now, now last thing. Uh, which, which what I noticed with the interview, you know, what I'm saying, uh, Jimmy, I, I, I keep wanting to say loving. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say I mean, is it? I don't know, it's Jimmy Levine. I think it's yeah. Levine. I don't know. Well, with Jimmy Levine, um, if you think about it, now he was there doing the process and pretty much kind of leading, leading it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. telling, like in the interview, because they don't, and I know you didn't get a chance to listen to it, but in the interview, he's, he talks and like, um, they had a single, they they got to the end of making 2001 and Dre was like, yeah, we at the end, this going to be the single. And then Dre says, it, he said that Jimmy Lo- uh, Levine said that I was laying in front of some those mad trucks out there before you release this as your single. And so Dre was like, it's so hard to get to the end of a whole project and then have to come up with your single. And then that's when they come up, uh, ended up uh, coming out with um, uh, Still DRE. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which ended up being their first single. And right. then after that, it was... Um, uh, da, 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 da. and that was the same but they wanted that to be yeah but they wanted that to be the first single yeah. so then my question is do you think it's the leadership that is that's probably causing more quantity because a lot of these artists it seems like it's just them they're the leader and then they just have their homeboys and they have a whole bunch of yes men around whereas we're looking at this it seemed like it was Dre and everything you had going on. And then you also had uh, someone else behind him to be like, nah, that might not be it. Oh, uh, hey, let's push for something. Because he, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Lavigne also said that, hey, that's great with what you're doing, but I think we can do something better. So is it the leadership? Is it the label? Is it whoever's behind it? Or do they have just a bunch of yes men saying, hey, that's hot. That is, because I remember uh, before we get in that, before you answer that question, I remember specifically being, uh, I went to the studio with my homeboy Hot Rod uh, one night and we went to the studio with Yo Gotti one night and we was in there and like, it was like, man, the room was filled, you know, with a whole bunch of folks, you know, drinking and this, this and that and Gotti was in the booth doing this thing and then there was the engineer and like, Gotti came out and he asked everybody, I was like, what y'all think about that? And everybody just pretty much said the same thing, like, yeah, that's hot, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like, he also played another record that he was going to be doing with Big Country Kane. And I remember, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember a little later on, me and, uh, me and Hot Rod were talking, and we was like, man. And at the time, I don't, I didn't know Gotti like that. I was just kind of there, fly on the wall, just hanging. And he was like, yeah. And that record that he was playing to do with Big Country Kane, man. Man, it's not kind of trash. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it it had me thinking about it. 
And I was like, man, is it is it just a bunch of yes men in the room? Like people scared to be like, hey, nah, that ain't it, or uh, this and that. Or and not to say that any of those guys in that room were just yes men, but I'm just using that as an example because mm-hmm. I didn't hear nah, anybody have like a different opinion at the time. Yeah. You know, not saying that any of them guys were yes men, uh, but just thinking about it, like, do that? Is it a lot of people in this? You know, what I'm saying, is it the leadership or the group around that artist or the label behind that artist that are like, yeah, that's cool, and just go with it? And do they need someone like a, a Jimmy Levine? Yeah, yeah. Uh, need somebody like Jimmy. To to be like, hey, um, that's great, but I know you can do better. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, I'm glad you, I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> um, no, nah, it's definitely the leadership. It's definitely the people that's around you, um, that you're listening to, um, because, but then also it's two things to that. So the first thing, yes, the leadership counts. You look at uh, QC. Right now, that's that's who Migos is with, uh, Lil Yachty. Uh, I think uh, Baby, um, not the Baby, but Lil Baby. We got too many babies. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Lil Baby is keep the babies out the street. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but seriously though, uh, just uh just those guys there like i think they have a great leader in with what they have going on and what what they're doing um because like they're putting out solid things and people are telling them yeah this is good this is good and they're getting good feedback from there and, and they do have some trash stuff and uh they're getting you know feedback from that but i mean i feel like all of it comes along with each other you know what i'm saying so um with that being said, it's, it's you got to realize like some of these guys are children, you know, some of these guys just don't. Um, I don't mean call them children, but some of them, they just don't uh, they don't really get it. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Everybody else should like it. But the world doesn't work that way. And then, you know, sometimes you can't tell people, hey, well, your song is trash and that's it. You have to find a, a nice way to say I didn't like your song and this is why, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you can't just say, um, I don't like your song. It's trash and walk off hey. because then that, I feel like that's going to start a fight. Somebody's going to get shot. And <laughs> what <laughs> Eric about do say, <laughs> I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Right. Exactly. So it's, it's, you know, you have to appreciate the artistry and what they're doing because I think rapping, singing, writing, producing, all this stuff takes a talent. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's the it's if it's the worst song in the world versus the greatest song in the world, all of it takes a talent to actually put it out and do it. Um, so you have to respect the artist and what they're doing on that end, but you also have to be able to say as a consumer what you do like or what you don't like, and be confident enough because literally I think about it like this: with 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 if you became a if you was like I'm going to put out me a, a, a rap, you know, a track a real quick. And you went in, wrote it, produced it, put it out and you sent it to me and I ain't like it. I'm going to say, bro, I ain't like it. This is why. You know what I'm saying? Or if I liked it, I'm going to talk to you more about it. You know, I'm going to start asking questions. Well, why did you do this? Or why did you say this? Or how did you do this? What was you thinking when you did this? Because now I want to know more about what what was behind you making this song? I did that to my cousin. He put out a song, uh, Coco's Island. I think I sent it to you. Man, that song is so banging from the production part to the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? So, and uh, I was like, man, I still listen to it to this day. It's in rotation for me. So it's like for, for and I felt like I could tell him I don't like it. And I'll tell him why I don't like it. But the fact that I actually like this song and why I liked it. Oh, you took this. He he had a sample in there. Oh, you took this from here. Oh, okay. I can I know where that came from, you know, and stuff like that. So um so yeah, yeah, to to simply answer your question, yes, it comes from who you hang around 
and the leadership behind you, you know, because I mean, a lot of the artists could be sheep and it's nothing wrong with being a sheep, but you know, I mean, you could be a sheep and your shepherd tells you to go one way. That's what way you're going to go. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, that 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 pretty much does it for me, man. So, um, I leave you with this, or our listeners with this. Um, is it quantity over quality? You know, um, does it does it even matter? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, you know, does it help the artist to 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 put out? all that music and you put out 10 songs and only one song is, is really hits. Is that all you're looking for? Is that, Uh is that viral moment, you know? So, um, yeah. So, yeah. So what, what is it that y'all think? Does it matter? Does it hurt? Does it help? Do you want more quality? Do you want just more music? Do you just not give a damn? It's up to you. (laughs) Right. So, you know, if y'all want to, you know, let us know on our official Facebook page <laughs> and our official Instagram page. And maybe we can keep this discussion going. Yeah, I think it's an interesting one. Oh, yeah, it's definitely uh, uh, discussion worthy. So, yeah, definitely. Like Steve said, man, um, email us at speakergeekerpodcast at gmail.com. Um, find us on Instagram at speakergeekerspodcast, Facebook page, speakergeekerspodcast. Um. Yeah, man. Just let us know what you think, and uh, you know, is it quality, quantity over quality, or the vice versa? So, um, I want to uh, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it, and uh, you know, this is the Speaker Geekers podcast, um, mm-hmm. produced by Three Amp Media. Um, I want you to go like, share comment subscribe like we said send us emails everything like that you can follow me on twitter not twitter i keep man i got a twitter it's townsend third i never check it so well but, they can follow you yeah you can follow me on twitter townsend third <laughs> um instagram is tommy d townsend third and um on facebook tommy townsend so um and steve is on finally thank god he's he's actually great at social media <laughs> what, is it, what is it the great steve o steve yeah find me at the great steve o steve uh on instagram and you can find me on facebook as uh just steve smith um and when you find me on instagram man it is is the great as in d-a-g-r-e-a-t steve o steve so don't put the because you, you might find someone else but put the d-a <laughs> but uh yeah most definitely man find me on um but uh, check me out on Instagram and then check me out on uh, uh, Facebook and then also check out the official uh, Speaker Gitter, Speaker Gitter podcast uh, pages on both platforms. Yeah, um, and join in with the conversation and uh, check us out and get it uh, and, and tell us what, what you like and all that. So, yep. So, um, yeah, bro. Good conversation, man. That's 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 straight there. So, guys, uh, that's all I got, man. And I'm out, bro. Peace. Peace. Push the damn button. (laughs) I'm going to push the button, man. (laughs) I'm going to put that on the shirt. (laughs) 